This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. blabbing so much i realized we haven't even left the first segment of our mm, prep right which i just was as i was flipping through it noticed we have a katie perry psa yeah let's about start let's start with that let's start with that because then we have uh we have the vault to get to in a second oh nice okay but uh, i think there's time for both so uh katie perry has a psa uh that is warning us about something very very important internment camps <laughs> which of course as you know was a huge platform uh, in the uh, Trump campaign. One of his biggest issues was to bring back internment camps. Mm-hmm. Um, and, just uh, so you know, it was. He did say it. He did refer to uh, that as a justification for his policies. Okay. So, so that's not the worst point ever made. Here it is. Just to annoy you, you're going to say that. If you had a pint of butyric acid, I don't care how big the building is, it's closing. Do uh, you not think the right video? Yeah. No, it is not. Mm. <laughs> I mean, project, uh, she may have let herself go a little bit, if that's what she looks like. Uh, yeah, or quite a bit, as a matter of fact. Yeah, well, we should play that one, too. That's uh, Project Veritas. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. We have a bunch of actually really good videos today. Do you actually have the Katy Perry one? Or not? Hello? Just a rem- We were an American farm uh, family now living in internment camp. And our constitutional rights were taken away from us. It all started with fear and rumors. Mm. Then it ballooned into the registration of Japanese Americans and then labeling with physical tags and eventually internment. Say that does not look like a real person. I was not fooled. No, I wasn't either. Though I knew. Like, oh my gosh, she's bald. She doesn't have any hair. Oh, oh my gosh. wait, wait. Now she's. Oh, good golly, she's taking off a mask. And you're hoping that it's going to be Katy Perry. I'm. Uh, I, oh my gosh, it's a young woman, not an old woman. Oh wow. It's actually. Uh, her. <laughs> I told you. I don't know who that is. <laughs> no, is that Katy Perry? No, That's not Katy Perry. Not. No. Hi. Don't let history repeat itself. It's a Muslim woman. That's who it is. Yeah. I was expecting Katy Perry, so I was a little confused. A Muslim registry is the first step in repeating history. 
So let's not have a Muslim res Is he calling for a Muslim registry? He has at multiple times, but uh, I don't think he is at the moment. No, I don't. I don't believe he is either. And by the way, uh, uh, fully agree with that. Yeah, and that we it, it, that actually would be a really bad step. Uh, yeah, and we should oppose it at all turns. Now, oh, mm -hmm. uh, Trump did propose that. Um, and did back it with, with his justification was the internment camp. And of course, what they ignore in all of this is that their freaking hero, the greatest president of all time, yep. FDR was the one who instigated internment camps. Yes. He put them into practice, internment camps. Your hero, your godlike president, put them into practice in this country. And then they say he's the greatest of all time. Over and over and over again. Oh, good. I, I just, I can't stand these people. Uh, by the way, I just want to point out that I guess Katy Perry uh, was the executive producer of that particular Correct. PSA. Which so she wasn't only... actually in the PSA, no. though. She which didn't is, even loan her no. voice to the PSA. No, no she, she just, didn't. She just, she just, she just got her some cash. She, yeah, she gave him some cash, and she got listed as an executive The producer. only reason that anyone sits mm. through that stupid PSA is thinking that Katy Perry is going to come out of the box. Right, which, she I mean, I wouldn't care anyway, so... Yeah, me neither. Uh, mm. uh, whatever. Um, uh, right. Let's... Uh, I'm not a big Katy Perry guy. Me neither. She's not, like, not my style. Mm -mm. I mean, not for, obviously, musically, she's not my style. But, like, as far as, like, sexy girl thing, like, that's not mm -mm. my, eh, not my bag. She's like, yeah, eh. I mean, she's not that great, right? Is she? I mean, she's okay. She's better coming out of that mask than that girl was. Yes, I would, yeah, but, but uh, you know, that's, I, I would tend to agree with that analysis. However, I, you know, she's not like, you know, everyone's like, oh, Katy Perry, eh, eh. I mean, look, you know. It's just, you know, we all have our preferences, you know, sexual mm -hmm. preference mm -hmm. is a real issue. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes, yes, you know, like I, a lot of people, I'm sure, think Lena Dunham is really hot. Uh, uh, I don't know who those people are. I, I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am not one of them. Uh, and, you know, that doesn't make it doesn't make you wrong. No, Again, every sexual preference. Neither is here okay. nor there. Now, now, of course, if you like models mm -hmm. or thin women. Then or white oh, women, oh, then your sexual preference is wrong. And yeah, I, we right. get that out right there. But right. Uh, if you uh, if you if as long as you don't mind, you know, really fat women <laughs> or really uh, exotic looking then women, you're fine. then you're fine. Then you're fine. Uh, that's okay. okay. Uh, on the vault, uh, we, we I think earlier, uh, well, last week we we featured uh, the nine nine twelve principles, uh, the first part, and now um, we're going to feature part two for you, the principles part two, uh, as Glenn continued his three part series on the twelve principles that started the nine twelve project. So when you guys think of um, humble, name some people you think of. Humble. Am I supposed to say you? Yes. No. <laughs> of course, I'm the most humble and the greatest. Who is, like, it doesn't have to even be now. If you can name somebody now that you think of as truly humble. I'd have to go back to, to my faith in President Monson. I mean, okay, he's like the Pope of your church, pope, and yeah. he is the, and the Pope, Pope, pope Francis is, he's really humble. I always, uh, I always think of kids, children. They seem, to, they seem humble to me because they are, they, they're so aware of their own strengths and what they can do, and yet so aware of their inability, right? Like, I have a two-year-old, so I watch him all the time, and he's always asking for the help he needs, but... He's wanting to do as much as he can on his own, which to me is kind of a perfect balance of humility. My favorite story from Halloween is your story with your son. 
So, uh, you know, trick-or-treating is so much fun, and you hope for your two-year-old that they're not traumatized by the monsters in the neighborhood right. or all of those <laughs> things that can happen. Um, but he kind of got it. He understood that we were going to go from house to house and get candy, and he got his little pumpkin to put candy in and all of those wonderful things that you hope. And he's all ready, and he's dressed in his dinosaur outfit. We go to the first house, and he says, trick-or-treat, trick-or-treat, and they give him candy, and he says, thank you. We're so proud. We've prepped him. He's done all the right things. And then his next sentence is, can I come in? And he wants to go in and talk to the people. And we're like, oh, sorry. I'm sorry you can't come in. And, um, and, and then he starts to cry. And he said, please, please, can I come in? And we had to say no. He couldn't come in. And then he cries all the way walking away. He's like, okay, thank you. <laughs> and then he leaves. And we get out to the street. We say, take a deep breath. We just don't go in. We just ask for candy. We say trick or treat, and they give us candy, and we leave. We get to, he's like, okay, okay. We get to the next house. Can I come in? Every house. We do 20 houses. He's just sobbing at this I point. I thought this was child abuse myself <laughs> after, after, after 10 houses. And she's like, no, we, were, we thought every time. We thought the next time. Yeah, because he it. said, I'll get it. But what he, he wanted to visit, candy to him wasn't, wasn't the goal. People. It was... Yes, it was, I want to go and get to know these people. Obviously, if we're coming to their house, then what we do is we spend time with them so that we can be together as a community. That, to him, was the natural state of things, not being afraid of people, but going into their homes and getting to know them. Can I come in? So um, the, the idea of humility is... I remember I was the least humble person you could imagine. And um, uh, this is in my drinking days, and I had just sobered up. This is before I met Tanya. And I was, uh, I was not drinking, but I wasn't sober yet. And, um, and I had been praying for humility. And don't ever pray for humility, because that's the one, that's like the alarm bell that... The, like somebody up in heaven just rings that and God's like, you got to be kidding me. Somebody's praying for this. I'll give them that. And it happens fast. And I was praying for humility and um, a guy came and I was pretty full of myself and I was running the stations for Clear Channel. There were three of them and I was running them mainly into the ground, but I was running them. And, um, and I was the morning guy and I had this nice office and everything else and he came in and he hated me and uh, he said nice office I said thank you and he said you know you think you're pretty hot stuff and I said well n no yes and no I was I was in the point where I was trying to be honest too all the time well yes but no and he said you know what's gonna happen he said tomorrow uh, I want you out of this office and uh, I'm going to add some new duties to your day. And I said, okay. And he said, I want you to do what are called the dubs. This was the lowest job on the ladder. Interns do this. And then when an intern graduates to a minimum wage job, then you get that job. And I said, what? I left. I went to go talk to a friend who was really, really spiritual. And I was so mad. I was just beside myself. And um, I said, I can't believe, I can't believe after all these years, this guy would. She looked at me and she said, you're kidding, right? 
And I said, what? She said, you've been telling me for weeks you've been praying for humility. Your prayer was just answered. Totally different look. I went to him, and this was not my intent, but I went to him the next day, and I thanked him. And I said, there's not going to be anybody better at doing dubs than me. I'm going to be the best at it. I get it. Thank you. Oh, my gosh, this was not my intent, but that drove him out of his mind. He was so angry because he didn't think I was sincere. Right. He, he probably he was like, you were... you're screwing with me. And, and I was so sincere. And I was like, no, 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 I know you're mad at me, but don't because this is no, this is a gift. Thank you. Anyway, you can't do anything without humility. You can't find out who you really are and what you're supposed to be and where you're supposed to walk without humility because you think you know. And until you learn, I don't know, Jack, you screwed up. And it's something, unfortunately, that you have to learn over and over again. Mm. Over and over again. Well, because it's so easy once you achieve something, anything, even small, oh. to think, oh, now I've got this. No, no, I'm the master of humility. No, no, I've got it down in space. No, no, seriously, you want to know about humility? I'm the guy to talk to. I can tell. Anyway, um, I brought this out of the vault um, because I just think it is quintessential humility. And it was written uh, three days before Christmas in 1975. Four days before Christmas, 1975. Uh, It was written to a G.G. Wagner in New York. Many thanks for your kind letter of 11-11-75. I'm glad you were happy that all went well at the United Nations. But I must tell you, I felt like a fish out of water in that crowd of businessmen and world leaders. I never feel like that with the crowds much greater, but much closer to our kind. The lepers, the dying, the unwanted, the helpless, the unloved, and the lonely. Thank you for inviting me, for I have a better understanding of the rich, who day after day have to accept the role of entertaining and being entertained. Their gatherings certainly need the presence of Jesus very much. Have a happy and holy Christmas in all of God's blessings in 1976. Please pray for me as I do for you. Mother Teresa. (laughs) Just so simple. So humble. She is a woman who is, the Pope gave her an armored limousine. Do you know this story? No. Pope gave her an armored limousine, his armored limousine, Pope John Paul, um, because she had, I mean, who wants to kill Mother Teresa? She had massive death threats. And um, she got it, and she said, first she begged not to have it, and the Pope said, you cannot be killed. You have to protect yourself. And she said, nobody's going to kill Mother Teresa. And he said, well, let's, let's trust the Lord, but let's also do our things. And, um, and he said, and it's not like it's new. It's a used armored limousine. And uh, she got it, and she looked at it, and she said, oh, I just don't know what to do with this thing. She sold it, and she (laughs) gave all of the money to the poor because it just wasn't her. 
read that part again about entertain. I hope they they have to be they have Ooh, to entertain. Yeah. She said, yeah, I have a better understanding of the rich now who day after day have to accept the role of entertaining and be entertained. I think that's scary with um, our gadgets and our iPads and all the things that we have, because even those of us who aren't rich are now either spending our time entertaining or being entertained. And I wonder how much of that takes away from our ability to be humble. Good point. I don't think anybody is pondering anymore. Yeah. You know, the biggest problem I had, and I didn't realize this until I went out and I vacationed in the middle of the mountains. I had been working in New York City for two years, on Fox for two years, height of the Fox insanity. And um, I went out and I was in the middle of the mountains and we were camping. And I came out in the middle of the night and I just looked up. The fire had gone out and I just looked up and it was so bright I could see everything. And I could see the colors. It's almost, you could see the, the depth of the Milky Way. And immediately started to ponder how insignificant I am. That taught me so much about the problems with New York City and all cities, every city we live in. It's not until you get outside and see the size of the room we're in that you realize I am nothing. I'm so inconsequential in the grand scheme of things. Living in New York, you didn't even really notice the moon because the moon was usually behind buildings and it wasn't as grand as man's buildings. Standing at the foot of the Empire State Building, standing, looking down at the Chrysler Building is magnificent. And you only think about man. And you think about your place in that island. Yes, you do. You think of how you fit into that. And yet, when you are in the mountains and you feel that, it's like standing at the edge of the ocean, right? And you get that sense of how, how massive everything is. Or, and when you're in the mountains and you see the universe and realize how inconsequential you are. And yet, how infinitely important you individually are to God. That is where, where humility comes in, right? I'm completely inconsequential and yet completely important all at the same time. And to me, that's why I say to little children, that is what, that, what humility is, because you can recognize both your potential greatness and yet your inability to achieve that greatness without other help. I'm sure I didn't do this when I wrote these um, in 2008 or nine but at least the first six kind of play into each other. You have to know what the truth is and then have reverence for it, which will give you faith and hope. And, and with that faith and hope, you see that some things have real lasting value and they don't come from anything that you've done. Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK. Uh, flying cars are real. 
and they're going to be ready by the end of this year, apparently. Although, when you, when you look at this thing, uh, if it's the one I saw uh, over the weekend... It's not... Uh, it's not really a car. It's, it's not a flying like car. That's a there plane. it is right there. It looks like a helicopter. It's a plane, though. It's a plane it's or got, a helicopter. It's got eight propellers on it. It's a freaking plane. If it, it doesn't even have wheels. How can, it, how can you call that thing a car? It's not a car. I mean, my assumption is the wheels would come out of the bottom. Well, uh, like landing gear type wheels. Right? Oh, maybe. You know, but I mean, I, I is that know. street legal though? I doubt it. Not with propellers well, on. Well, the it. people behind it, it uh, Airbus is behind it, so you think it's actually a legitimate effort. It's not some guy in his yeah. basement, which these things usually are. It's usually people like Jeffy who are like, "Hey, I'm going to build a flying car. I just need your money up front," and then they disappear. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's the normal mm-hmm. flying car thing. This is Airbus, so this is a legitimate effort at actually doing it. I just again like. That just looks like a plane with wheel. Like, what would if you're driving that car? It's going to look like a plane. Yeah, it's not. It's not a car. It's not a flying car. We have not been delivered what we've been promised since no. the '50s. No, we have not. And almost in every other way, we have too. It's just flying cars. And in the some cases, I think we've exceeded what they thought was going to happen. Yeah, you were talking about the '90s. What made you t- have that conversation? Because uh, I saw uh, iRobot uh, last week sometime, and, and I, I love thought, that movie. Man, in some ways, we're we're beyond that. Oh yeah, uh, and 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 there was something else that I watched too, and I can't remember what it was. Because your your point thought, to me earlier was like we've actually advanced in real life beyond the science fiction movies. Beyond like Star Trek. I mean, if you look at the thing that the captain of the ship was always given, he was given a little thing that you know was maybe about this size, and it did nothing. It showed him the duty roster. Uh, here's the duty roster. Okay, well, big deal. It didn't do anything. I mean, they didn't say that it did anything. You give somebody an iPad, and it does a lot of stuff, way beyond that thing, whatever it was, that they handed the captain all the time. I, I, I mean, Or like the, you know, the, the communicators. Communicators? Bring me up. Well, I can call anybody, do anything, plus I've got this in that. I am Pretty building amazing. a machine to try to teleport, Jeffy. Um, it's about I plus there is no half done. There's, I think the key to it is a lot of internal knives. Oh, okay. Um, so that's what I'm working with. Knives with nice. teleportation? Yeah, I think I think the key to it is is you have enough knives in there um, that kind of just come out from the sides of the little container you're but in. But if you're if there's um, knives, that you, will help you, you transport. Cut up like, your, like, I mean, it'll transport your spirit. Maybe not your big fat body, but I mean that would take a lot to well, then transport. Well, reconstitute the body. you in another location. Yeah, It'd just be in the ground. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're working on that pretty hard. <laughs> we should come over and try it out real soon. <laughs> I mean, it'll look like a big. Uh, cardboard box, and then I'll be outside with knives, knives pushing through. But really, it's a. But it's not. Can we do it at your house though? Because there's a lot. There could be. There's a potential for some uh, fluid leakage. Uh, you know, leakages. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Some, some, maybe there's some red fluid that tends to leak from the machine. Wow, man, that, uh, gotta get that fixed. Yeah, but I mean, there's no need. That's just a. It's just a cleanliness issue, no big deal. So we'll just do it at your place. <laughs> <laughs> this is already plenty dirty, I'm guessing. <laughs> so, uh, uh, all right. Um, YouTuber, yeah, go is it Ha Hugh Parkinson, posted a uh, simple spin on Trump's recent speeches with one tiny alteration uh, an accordion. Here's what happened. Everything else that was hacked recently... They didn't make a big deal out of that. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I, I watched all this. Really it's kind of funny. To be honest, I think if he did something, they would have released it. They would have been glad to release you got it. got one ear now. I don't want to take advantage of something. <laughs> I have something that 
others don't have. I don't like the way that looks, but I would be able to do that if I wanted to. I'd be the only one that would be able to do that if we wanted to. I just don't want to because I think that would be a conflict. We're doing them a tremendous service by doing it. We are going to build a wall. And people would go crazy. I don't blame them for what's happened. I don't blame them for taking advantage of the United States. I wish our politicians were so smart. They had my meeting. Nobody knew. Not even Rona, my executive assistant for years. She didn't know. I didn't tell her. And that's because we have no defense. That's because we're run by people that don't know what they're doing. That is, that's, that's genius. That's genius. That's pretty amazing. I wonder how many uh, how many views does that thing have? That's that's awesome. I like that. Uh, a couple other things to clean up. Um, I, I know um, we have also. Can we go back to the roof collapse? I thought. Did you see this video? Can you read about this? Did you see this video in the papers? Did you see the video in the papers? You read about In where is it? Uh, I guess it was the Czech Republic. They're playing whatever sport this is, and then everyone all of a sudden hears something and just Look books out. You can see it start. You can see it oh kinda, wow. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. Uh-oh. That's it's going down. Safe. That's not safe. No, you don't want that. Yeah. You don't want your roof to do that. Was there a good deal of snow on it? Is that what happened? I think so, yeah. Oh, and boy. Then, uh, it just seems to be slow. So they must have heard it starting Yeah, they to got out of the way. Just watched the people running the heck wow. out of the way. Good thing they got out of there. Because uh, that's not safe. Yeah, that doesn't. That's... And there it goes. Yeah, if you wouldn't want to be in there at the time. Yeah, you can see, actually kind of see the snow. Would not be ideal. Yeah, that would not be ideal. Mm-mm. That would not be ideal. Although, Jeffy, I have a, a Czech Republic building I wanted you to kind of stand in uh, for a few We're hours. I'm just trying to uh, test it uh, to make sure that that's probably not going to happen again. Yeah, I don't think it would happen again. It's not gonna, nah, it's, come on, you're I talking mean, Czech Republic. They, they, they know architecture over there. Oh, yeah. Well, crazy. I built this particular like, building. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Uh, some people thought there was some architecture. I'm sure it'll be fine. Jeffy? Just want me to just want me to stand. Under yeah, just it? stand in there. Yeah, we're hoping that you. What if I, if I hear it make noise and stuff? Should I, I think you stay? I'd stay, I think stay and, and make what sure that uh, well, it's not collapsing. I would be a journalist. I mean, they go into wars, right? I mean, you would mm-hmm. just be in a, right. a building that was making noise. Once yeah. you've already been in war, Stu, you don't want to go back. I'll tell you that. Right? If it makes have... noise and you're not there, I'm just telling you. you no, no, I need happen. to bring this knife box to you after that comment. <laughs> I mean, uh, this is. <laughs> I really. Oh, I know you think ha ha ha. It's funny, but once you've been in battle. Like, uh, You've never been in battle. Like, You're like awful. Many of us have. Uh, you don't want to go back. We have uh, spoons coming up uh, soon, um, in which we will eat something yet again for, for science. I know. I brought, I brought it this this weekend, as a matter of fact. Uh, moi. You brought a product. Well, my wife called and said, "Should I get it?" Yes. Thank you. I, we knew it wasn't you. <laughs> we knew it wasn't you because you never done anything. No. For this show. Particularly in advance. I mean, a lot of times we'll oh be like, gosh, here comes no. the Jeffy music, and then you'll be like, oh, I could find something. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows that's true. I'm not happy here, Pat. No, I know. I'm not happy when, we, when we do this show with him. I know. It's not, I mean, it's really not ideal. It's it makes not. me angry. And, uh, I know. You know. It's just me here? Yeah. Standing right there where you are. I Over there. We're not fans. It's probably a better way to just kind of summarize. I'm just standing not right here, I'm not even doing anything. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents to it coming up. In Sometimes I just pray for the roof to sort of collapse in that general vicinity. Area. Mm-hmm. You know, just to see what would happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of equipment gone though. Yeah, yeah, it's worth it.
really is. This is a fun story. Oh my gosh, look at the bottom of the screen right now. 143 hours until Obama douche Hall of Fame vote. Holy cow. Get ready. Get your pencils ready. Now, it's, you're not going to be voting with your pencil, but just have it ready. I'm not sure why you could do that, but uh, have it ready. You could do, you could do the countdown uh, on paper That's that way. True. You can draw, anytime, and we we actually leave this uh, to the American people Mm -hmm. copyright free. You can just write down the time you see on the screen at any point uh, in case you want to remember how long it is until the douche hall of fame book. Monday, Mm -hmm. by the way, in case you don't want to do the back. Coming up Monday, a week from yesterday. Uh, 888-727-BECK. This is kind of interesting because this doesn't usually happen in Europe, but uh, it did this time. A Dutch vegan who applied for a Swiss passport has had her application rejected because the locals find her too annoying. <laughs> she was so annoying. They said, no, we don't want you here uh, with your veganism. Nancy Holton, who's 42, moved to Switzerland from the Netherlands when she was eight and now has children who are Swiss nas- nationals. However, when she tried to get a Swiss passport for herself, residents of whatever town this is uh, that's unpronounceable, he, uh, <laughs> rejected her application. They, She's a, a vegan, ends, yeah. animal rights activist, and she campaigned against the use of cowbells in the village, and her actions have annoyed the locals. She said um, the bells, which the cows have to wear when they walk around, are especially heavy. Do you think cows care? Probably They complain not. a lot. Uh, animals carry around five kilograms around their neck. It causes friction and burns to the skin. Right. The sound that cowbells make is 100 decibel. It is comparable with a pneumatic drill. No way. We would also not want a thing hanging that close to our ears. Um, I think she actually kind of did. Oh, here she, yeah, here she says, responding to the rejection, Mrs. Holton said, uh, I think I spoke my mind too often, and I say it too loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does happen. It's uh, fairly common among uh, vegan activists. I mean, for, to piss off the Swiss, you've got to be yeah. pretty annoying, and they couldn't even handle the cowbell thing. Right, like cowbell, if we had a really? policy like that, I mean, obviously Jeffy would not... Uh, would not be a resident. Right. Um, Why not? I mean, I'm already here. <laughs> you were born here. Um, although I've never seen your birth certificate, I will say. Never That's seen good it. good point. Uh, he will not show us his birth certificate, largely because he wants to hide the fact that he's 114 years old. <laughs> uh, and he'd say, like, oh, wow, Jeffy does not look good. Looks good for 114. Right. I mean, not good. <laughs> Still... <laughs> It's better than you would imagine at 114, though. You know. Right. I'll. I'll well, no. I no. Can't, uh, can't go okay. there. But <laughs> All right. uh, yeah, yeah, you would definitely be. I mean, ejected from the country. <clears throat> would you? Would you? Would you? Uh, you know, Donald Trump's drawn up the new immigration policy. What do you? Uh, would you back a thing like this, Pat? Where we could just ban people for like yes. an immigrant comes and they're like, eh, yes, I would. Just, they're just a little they're annoying. too annoying. Like I mean, for example, any immigrant who is a Cowboys fan should be banned. Okay. Immediately. All right. And a Redskins fan. Uh, and oh. a Giants fan. All right. Any of those three teams, obviously, um, should not be allowed in the country. You would deport, for instance, people who are fans of the University of Utah. You'd deport right. them from the country. I was actually thinking about this this weekend because I I'd thought about your, your constant criticism of me um, thinking, you thinking that I should <coughs> like the Cowboys because I live in the town or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you lived in Salt Lake City. Yes, it is. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, University of Utah, big, you were a big fan while you were there? No, I wasn't. No. Uh, would you be happy or sad if the University of Utah, unrelated to BYU, won mm-hmm. the national championship? Uh, <sighs> would you be like, yes, I'm, I'm no, rooting I them on? No, I would not. No, because no, you not. can't stand You'd them. You'd still be happy for them. No, you I wouldn't. I would not. No. And, but here, there's a slight addendum on there that. Is. Did they play BYU during the course of that season? 
And did BYU right. beat them? For only selfish reasons. Yes, for so let's say only as it applies to BYU. Because you would help them the next year. Although I didn't used to be, I used to root for Utah when they weren't playing BYU, but their fans are so obnoxious that I gave that up a lot. Uh, yeah, and I, like, I never yeah. rooted oh for the Cowboys. Gosh, However, their fans man. are so obnoxious. Oh my gosh. Stop it, Eagles yeah. fans. What about them? Philadelphia fans are <laughs> agonizing. They they threw yeah, snowballs yeah. at Santa Claus. Yeah, well, Santa Claus deserved it. They booed him. Uh, it was a crappy Santa Claus. Go back and look at the footage. <laughs> and the guy, it was a disaster. The real Santa Claus didn't even show up. Mm-hmm. It was just some guy in the stands. They just trotted out there because they, they were being lazy and didn't, get, uh-huh. didn't plan well. And yeah, they deserved an ice ball to the side of the head. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. Somebody else got ice balls, didn't they? Uh, this, a lot of fans was did. It, was it last weekend when when some one of the players got hit in the face with a snowball? In fact, oh really? Where was that? We should test uh, that out here with Jeffy. Yeah, you know, hit him in the face. With we the don't have bad luck. There's no snow. We don't have any snow, but oh, we, we can, can make be, ice. We could definitely make ice. Ice balls better. I mean, yeah. really big more. fat balls of <laughs> ice, ice and just hurts, chuck them it? at him. Uh, you ice know, I, hurts, I hadn't really considered. I don't know. I don't think so. We should try it and see because I don't know. There's not a lot of ice around here, so. Uh, no, you're you're right. I, I think it would be question. I think it would be great entertainment um, to to watch to see the again there might be some um, red fluid leakage uh, that mm. happens part of this process <laughs> by the twelfth or thirteenth. I'm not convinced. We need to test we it out. We need to test it out. Need to test um, it. Another great piece of in- entertainment uh, and something really that you know one of the things that really drew us to uh, Ted Cruz and uh, in his campaign was the fact that he really likes the Princess Bride. That and he also doesn't like avocados. Those are probably his two best features mm-hmm. um, as a candidate. Um, but uh, someone made a, an honest trailer of, uh, of uh, a Princess Bride. And these are kind of cool. Like People go back and take the movie and edit it into something else. Uh, this is the Princess Bride version. Watch. Prepare for plenty of action to go around. Really, really polite action. I did that on purpose. I don't have to miss. You'll put down your rock and I'll put down my sword and... We'll try and kill each other like civilized people. Where no danger is too great that you can't carry on a polite conversation. <laughs> you are wonderful. Thank you. I've worked hard to become so. And no <laughs> enemy is too vile that you can't have a nice chat while they're trying to kill you. Lies do not become us. Well spoken, sir. Truly, you have a dizzying intellect. Ooh. Why should that make such a difference? I guess this is exciting. So settle in one more time for the action romance comedy drama kids movie for adults that you probably never saw in theaters, but rewatched on VHS so many times that you can quote every line. Mm-hmm. Not just because it's great, but because every character repeats their little catchphrase like a hundred times. As you wish. Inconceivable. Hello. My name is You killed my father. Prepare to die. Starring Zorro. Pirate's Booty. Hi, my name is what? My name is who? My name is Tiki Tiki and Ego Montoya. Obey. Danny Davidish. Small wonder. <laughs> His fingers go to 11. <laughs> Crappy sets. Cheesy music. And obvious stunt doubles. But come on, who cares? This movie's amazing. Adventure Time. It's a lot of uh, fair observations. I did actually see it in a theater, though. Did you really? I have to take issue with that. Wow, yeah. I did not. Actually, my uh, radio station at the time had a uh, premiere of it, and we went to that. Remember so. we had uh, Carrie Elway is on 
to talk about his book about that movie. He was, yeah, so good. Such a good, so such a good interview. Good. Such a, seemingly like a really likable guy. Surprising because he That's was Hollywood. not good back in the day. Really, we Glenn and I interviewed him in the '90s, either in Baltimore or I don't know somewhere, and and I remember him being jerky, but he wasn't at all. Last oh, time we talked great. to him, he was great. He yeah. was awesome. That's a book I never got around to reading, but I would. I, the I book would like is to. great. You did read it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's just a lot of interesting insight on the making of the movie and how they went through it. Yeah. I mean, his stories were fantastic. Really if good. If you like that movie, it's, I don't know the name of the book, but it's. Uh, I don't remember it either, but uh, it was good. It's like my as experiences you wish or with the huh, as you wish or something is probably the title. Probably, so probably something very obvious. Probably. Um, but yeah, you, so you did enjoy it. I did. Now, uh, Jeffy, would you enjoy mm-hmm. if if you if you learned to read? Would you be able to? Would you like? There's audio books. You don't have to learn to read. That's a good point. Good he point. makes a good point there, which is amazing. And by the way, the sign behind you, false. Not, not accurate. It's false. Not That's accurate at all. But you know what? This is an <laughs> age of fake news. You wouldn't know and, it. Uh, so. I, don't, I looked at the screen. I didn't know what it said. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I didn't think so. Yeah. So, all right. Um, so uh, can we get back to football for a moment before okay. we have spoons? We have spoons coming up in just a second. All right. Uh, National Football League. Mm-hmm. Your predictions for the uh, for the Super Bowl? Uh, Green Bay, New England. You think so? You you do mm-hmm. not give anything to any chance for Pittsburgh. I know you're not going to say very little. And uh, obviously, I want Green Bay to win and, and beat the Falcons. But I mean, obviously, there's a chance they won't because uh, Atlanta's playing really well right now too. So that'll be two pretty hot teams with two really good offenses. And some issues on defense playing each other, and who knows what will happen. Um, but can anybody beat the Patriots? I don't know. I don't know. Happened during the course of the season a few times, so we'll see. Two, right? They lost two games. Two games. Um, and one of which was without Tom Brady. Right. So they lost one game with Tom Brady. Garoppolo's pretty good, though. Although he wasn't there for the game they lost. It was no, Brissett, Jacoby Brissett. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They were down to third string. Yeah. Jeez. And they still beat the Texans by four touchdowns. <laughs> that was, uh, was it 27 nothing. I think it was 27 to nothing. Um, Jeffy, your, your I thoughts? think Green Bay and uh, I, Pittsburgh might be able to beat Brady. I mean, I, 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 New England's probably going to win that. I really think, in the end, you know, we have, yeah. Pittsburgh mm-hmm. could win it. I, it could win could it. I, I, a, I think we have... Nothing but good games. And again, Absolutely. I mean interesting games. Like sometimes yeah. you get mm-hmm. a team that's like boring or, you know, it doesn't have a good personality. All four of these teams have interesting They're personalities, interesting, yeah. good yeah. offenses. It should mm-hmm. be some scoring in the game. It's not going to be a six to three type of game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think there's a lot. There's really one really good defense left, which is probably New England. I mean, Pittsburgh's defense is okay. Neither of the NFC defenses are good. No, they're really not. I mean, Green Bay's, first of all, they've had a lot of injuries. The injuries that have really affected the secondary, like Sam Shields gone, and, and they've, they've had a multiple injury season again, but they always do. Um, but uh, New England is probably the most solid of the defenses, and that's probably why they're going to win the Super Bowl. Which would suck. Yeah, I do not want to see them winning it again. Um, so suck. New England favored by six <clears throat> over Pittsburgh, um, and Atlanta favored by four and a half over Green Bay. Here's wow. the, the final four to win it. You can mm. win, you can get this much this much. This I don't think I've ever seen this before. Um, Steelers four to one to win the Super Bowl. Mm. Packers four to one. Falcons two point six to one. Patriots one point four to one. What's interesting about that is there are four teams, and there are none that would be considered a long shot. In theory, right. if they were all equal, every team would be four to one. 
There's right. nothing you can get greater than four to one out of those four teams. I mean, I think they're looking at this as really evenly matched teams, and that really anything can happen. Yeah. Um, you know, Patriots obviously the favorite. I'm sort of surprised that the Falcons are four and a half point favorites, but you usually give about three points to the home team. Mm-hmm. So I guess that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know, last well, but not least, the Steelers. Well, after Green Bay coming out of Dallas, man, that's a that's a tough <laughs> tough to give that back. Yeah, in Atlanta. Yeah, and I. I and yeah, I, they were. Was it four point underdogs in Dallas too? So that works out well. Yeah, I mean, I honestly think anything can happen. Any combination of teams, uh-huh. I would not Me be too. surprised about. If it was Steelers, Falcons, I would not be surprised at all. Steelers, uh, Packers, would not be surprised. I think you favor uh, New England, and the other three are just you jumble them together. Yeah. Could be any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, New England, New England's still the clear favorite. I think. I think so. Triple eight seven two seven Beck more Pat and Stoop coming up. Spoons. Give us food. Yay. Oh, I love food. And Jeffy brought it, so. so uh, the rest of the I don't know if I trust you to find food. Spoons. Arrgh. All right, another important, important investigation today. We've heard about uh, s'mores, Girl Scout cookies. S'mores. Now, we've also he- heard what? about uh, Thin Mints. Is um, there? Which, uh, <laughs> and the way we've heard about them is eating them every year annually for the past 40 years. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we also got Who knows? Ones. I mean, they may have changed their formula by now. Right. Maybe they taste different. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we'll my wife called see. me Yeah. Uh, in, in front of some store. She's out spending money. Uh, the uh, hope she's not watching. Uh, the Girl Scouts were there. They had mm-hmm. the new s'mores. One, don't you want it for bad stew and the spoons? Your wife is the only. <sighs> oh. So then I, w- I said yes, and I said get a box of regular Thin Mints because those are the staples, right? I mean, right. the Thin Mints. You're gonna get Thin Mints. Mm. Yeah, I mean the they s'mores, smell good. The s'mores, the s'mores are good. not bad. Well, we're about to do a taste test of them, so. So oh, you've that, already eaten uh, s'mores. Oh my god, I went through about four oh, boxes geez. already. I right. think she bought just one box. Hmm. I think I know where you're going with this. Right, here's what. Hmm. Now, first of all, it's a good, it's a cookie. Mm-hmm. I like cookies. Mm-hmm. I like graham crackers. So it's pretty tasty. I will say, inside though, there's almost no sign of marshmallow type right. flavoring. Really thin it's, line it's, I would of say marshmallow. Ninety-five percent graham cracker. Look yeah. at that. That's yeah. too much. That's too much. And I think you need more marshmallow in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why there's no animal tendon in this, and right. you can eat it. Normally, marshmallow things I, I bail on, but. Uh huh. I mean, I would say it's almost exclusively a graham cookie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a chocolate covered graham cracker. That's what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Now, chocolate covered graham crackers are freaking good. They're good, and I'm a fan of them. It is good. Um, but it really, it doesn't, it doesn't. I, I'm not thinking this is a major achievement. It reminds me of there's a um, a Keebler uh, cookie yes. that's in this realm, yes. and it reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. Again, if you're the Girl Scouts, you basically have one job. You know, I know Boy Scouts are going out there. They're uh, they're getting badges or whatever. I don't know what Girl Scouts do, but the main thing that they <laughs> offer to society is going to be the cookie. And I don't know that this does, it does not approach these babies right here. What they're put on the, the planet for? Now the Thin Mints. Oh, uh, my wife believes uh, that Thin Mints should never be ingested unless they come out of the freezer. That's this not is a, a bad plan. It's an opinion I support. Um, mm-hmm. But they just smell like mint chocolate chip mm-hmm. ice cream. I mean, it's just mm. so good. Mm-hmm. But again, pretty like, good. Let me get a close-up of this Thin Mint. If I were to say to you this is a mint s'more, I mean, it looks almost identical, except it's a darker shade of brown. Here, let me, let me put this up next to it. <clears throat> I mean, you look at it, you can't see any mm-hmm. sign of marshmallow in, right. in that one, and you can't see any sign of marshmallow in the Thin Mint. That's because it's not there. 
But that's but a the, damn good cookie, man. But the mint, oh. you don't see mm. very much, but it's prevalent in right. that one. Mm -hmm. Whereas the marshmallow is not prevalent in this. No, I can't even taste it. There's not that creamy part of the s'mores. They both mm. have that outer covered chocolate, which mm -hmm. means you have to take a bite to be able to stick it in milk and have it soak up. Oh, oh good golly. Oh, he had me. I'm going to hit you so hard it'll kill your whole family. <laughs> that the thing? Everyone you've ever met will be dead. That's how hard I'm going to Well, hit. they're all praying for death already. So. Including us. Mm -hmm. But I'm willing to do it anyway. Which actually goes just... against the frozen part. Because if they're frozen, they won't soak in, soak in the milk. Shut up. Do you right. plan these out? Because I keep getting lulled into a, a sense of security that he's not going to just bring up some milk. Not going to bring up with this milk. And he always Shut does. Up. Every time, every time he works it in, it's so Still so obnoxious. Good, Would you say it's the only task that he has to do that he continue? He consistently that he actually, actually does, and we don't want him to do it. So that's the reason it continually gets done. Mm. Anything we want him to do? <laughs> nope. Sorry. But we don't want him to do it, so we make sure he does it every time. Huh. On the s'mores, it's a good cookie, and I like it. But I'll give it, a, I'll give it a 13 on oh, a really? scale of 1 to 18. I'm going to go 10. Yeah. About 10. 9, 10. I, I like it. It's just not a s'more. Yeah, I like it. It's okay. Mm -hmm. It's not a 2. No. Oh, See no. you tomorrow. Oh.